Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Mani Member by Ram Goldar and today Masakas Baba Kama Dafir, the first parak Arba Avos. The first parak is sponsored by Mr. and Mrs. Moshe and Devorah Smith and is dedicated to our courageous soldiers of Sahal, the remarkable citizens of Israel, and to all incredible Jewish people. May Kosh Baruch Hu watch over all of us and grant Israel a complete victory over Hamas and the return of all the hostages safely. So the three topics are going to focus on number one. The Mishan Daf Tes Amabase had stated, If I cause part of the damage, I'm in payment of his damage, like causing the whole damage. A Bryce illustrates, if one digs a pit nine fucking deep, and another came and completes it to a depth of ten fachim, the last person alone is high for death or damage as it causes. Thus, although the second person only increased the pit's capacity for damage, he's fully culpable for its damages. The Gemara notes that this disagrees with Rebbe, who said about this case, the damaged party goes after the last person for payments for his animal's death, since the pit was incapable of killing when it was nine fachim, but he goes after both of them for payment for his animal's damages, since both contributed to its damaging capacity. Rapap explains how it can agree with Rebbe. The Mishnah, which holds only the last digger responsible, is discussing payment for the animal's death and is the opinion of everyone. Point number two was taught in a brazer. If five people were sitting on a bench and did not break it from the combined weight, and one more person came and sat on it and broke it. This last person is fully chayiv. The Bryce is discussing Kagun Papa Bar Abba, someone like Papa Bar Abba, who was extraordinarily heavy and did not have permission to use the bench. The Bryce about partial damage did not mention this case because if the bench would not have broken without him, he caused all the damage himself. If it would have broken without him, he did nothing more than the others and would not be solely responsible. The Gemara then asks what the Bryce itself is discussing and asks further that the sixth person can claim that since the bench would not have broken without them, they should have risen when he sat down, and since they did not, they should share responsibility. It concludes that this case is the Bahadi de Samek Buhutavar. He broke it as he was leaning on them, preventing them from rising, and teaches to Kokho Kukufodami that his force is like himself, and he's responsible for merely leaning on them without actually sitting on the bench. And point number three, the Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not state Chavdi ben Nizko, I'm liable for his damage, but Betashumi Nizko, in the payment of his damage, which carries the connotation of a shlama, completion. This teaches that the owner of the killed animal must deal with the carcass. It's his responsibility to sell it for its value, and the damaging party only pays the difference between its value while alive and the carcass's value. The Gemara quotes three sources for this law and explains the need for all three. The Gemara asks, since damage payments may be made from anything of value, even subing, bran, what difference does it make if the carcass belongs to the owner or the damager? Even if it belongs to the damager, he can simply use it as payment. It answers, It was only needed to be taught with respect to the carcass's depreciation. Since it belongs to the owner immediately, he suffers the loss of any further depreciation between its death and the court case. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah Daf Tess Amabase had stated, If I cause part of the damage, I'm liable on payment of his damage, like causing the whole damage. A Bryce illustrates, If one digs a pit nine fucking deep, and another came and completes it to a depth of ten fachim, the last person alone is high for death or damage as it causes. Thus, although the second person only increased the pit's capacity for damage, he's fully culpable for its damages.
The Gemara notes that this disagrees with Rebbe, who said about this case, Akra Akron Lamisa, the damaged party goes after the last person for payments for his animal's death, since the pit was incapable of killing when it was night Fahim, Akrashnaim when Nizokin. But he goes after both of them for payment for his animal's damages, since both contributed to its damaging capacity. Rapap explains how it can agree with Rebbe. Lamisa Bidibriakol, the Mishnah, which holds only the last digger responsible, is discussing payment for the animal's death and is the opinion of everyone. Point number two was taught in Nebraisa. If five people were sitting on a bench and did not break it from the combined weight, and one more person came and sat on it and broke it, this last person is fully chayv. The Bryce is discussing Kagun Papa Bar Abba, someone like Papa Bar Abba, who was extraordinarily heavy and did not have permission to use the bench. The Bryce about partial damage did not mention this case because if the bench would not have broken without him, he caused all the damage himself. If it would have broken without him, he did nothing more than the others and would not be solely responsible. The Gemara then asks what the Bryce itself is discussing and asks further that the sixth person can claim that since the bench would not have broken without them, they should have risen when he sat down, and since they did not, they should share responsibility. It concludes that this case is the Bahadi de Samek Buhutavar. He broke it as he was leaning on them, preventing them from rising, and teaches to Kokha Kukufodami that his force is like himself and he's responsible for merely leaning on them without actually sitting on the bench. And point number three, the Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not state Chavdi ben Nizko, I'm liable for his damage, but Betashumi Nizko, in the payment of his damage, which carries the connotation of Hashlama, completion. This teaches, that the owner of the killed animal must deal with the carcass. It's his responsibility to sell it for its value, and the damaging party only pays the difference between its value while alive and the carcass's value. The Gemara quotes three sources for this law and explains the need for all three. The Gemara asks, since damage payments may be made from anything of value, even subing, bran, what difference does it make if the carcass belongs to the owner or the damager? Even if it belongs to the damager, he can simply use it as payment. It answers, It was only needed to be taught with respect to the carcass's depreciation. Since it belongs to the owner immediately, he suffers the loss of any further depreciation between its death and the court case. Alright, so now we get our Simr Daf Yud, and our standard simon is a minion of Yidden. A minion of Yidden. So here goes. The groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yidden's new shul was a disaster. When an animal fell into a pit and died, right after the present had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, while the stench from the novella wafted over with a nisa cried out that it was depreciating. Once again, it's emotion. The groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yidden's new shul, minion of Yidden, that must be more duff Yud. The groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yinnah's new shul was a disaster when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the president had dug the tenth tefach, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Tesam and Beis had stated, If I caused part of the damage, I'm liable in payment of his damage, like causing the whole damage. A bright seal illustrates that if one digs a pit nine tefachim deep and another comes along and completes it to a depth of ten tefachim, the last person alone is chai for death or damages it causes. Thus, although the second person only increased the pit's capacity for damage, he's fully culpable for its damages. So the groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yinnah's new shul was a disaster, when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the present had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, which reminds us, Abraisa brings a case where five people were sitting on a bench and did not break it from their combined weight, and then one more person came and sat on it and broke it. This last person is fully liable. The Bryce is discussing someone like Papa Bar Abba, who was extraordinarily heavy and did not have permission 
to use the bench. So the groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yin's new shul was a disaster, when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the president had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, while the stench from the navel wafted over the knees cried out, that it was depreciating, which reminds us. The Gemara notes that the Mishnah did not state Chavdi Benisko, I'm liable for his damage, but Betashuminisko, in the payment of his damage, which carries the connotation of Hashlama, completion. This teaches Shabali Matapling Benavela that the owner of the killed animal must deal with the carcass in terms in terms of Pachas Navela, the carcass's depreciation. Since it belongs to the owner immediately, he suffers the loss of any further depreciation between its death and the court case. So once again, the groundbreaking ceremony for the minion of Yin's new shul was a disaster, when an animal fell into a pit and died right after the president had dug the tenth tefach, just as a bench holding five members collapsed after a heavy member sat down as well, while the stench from the navel wafted over with the knees that cried out that it was depreciating. All right, so now it's time for four blah blah chazar. Dav vav. So the simmer dav vav is a sword, because a vav is straight, like a sword. So here goes. The man who broke his leg when he tripped over the hefker sword. Sword? That must be more dav. Vav. The man who broke his leg when he tripped over the hefker sword, which had been kicked by a cow's foot, which reminds us, the grass, what case is included by the Mishnah's Tzadah Shava between multiple avos, but is not identical to any one of? Four answers are given. Rava says, It's include a pit, a stationary object, which is ruled by men's feet or animals' feet. Whereas with Bor, his actions directly caused the damage by digging the pit. Here, his actions did not directly cause the damage. Rather, it was the people's or animals' feet which moved the obstacle to where it eventually inflicted damage. Short proves that even such damages which come through his animals' actions, not his, are still liable. So the man who broke his leg when he tripped over the Hefker sword which had been kicked by a cow's foot and landed right next to a wall that was built to stand but collapsed and crushed a car which reminds us, Ravina says, that Tzadashava comes to include the case of a mission which teaches a wall or tree which fell into Rishus of Rabim and damaged if it fell after the given time period to remove it and cause damage, Tosus explains that a damaged wall was falling, he's Chayib. It cannot be compared to Bor, which is prone to damage from its beginning when it's dug, because when the tree was planted or the wall was built, they were built to stand and not liable to fall. Sure, which is also not originally prone to damage, proves that one is even high for such damages. So, the man who broke his leg when he tripped over the Hefker sword, which had been kicked by a cow's foot, and landed right next to a wall that was built to stand but collapsed, and crushed a car, asked Diane walking by if, which reminds us we have a focus regarding Meta, Rabbi Shmuel holds, but in Nizak Shemin, we assess Meta based on the damaged party's properties, meaning the responsible party must only pay from land of equal quality to the damaged party's highest grade property. And Rabbi Kiva holds, but in we assess Meta based on the damager's properties, meaning that he must pay with the highest grade land he himself owns. Daf Zain, so the similar Daf Zain is a Kli Zain, a gun. So here goes. The wealthy gun novice, gun novice, that must mean we're on Dav Zion, Kli Zion, gun. The wealthy gun novice who paid a man with subing for damages he caused when he accidentally shot up his field, which reminds us, we learn from the unusual term Yashiv, return, to include anything worth money as valid payment, even brand, and not just metaf. Rapapa and Ravuna Breda of Yeshua explain, all movable items are considered superior. Because if it cannot be easily sold here, it can be sold in another city. Superior quality payment is only required with the land which cannot be moved so that people would jump to buy it. So the wealthy gun novice who paid a man with subing for damages he caused when he accidentally shut up his field, which was worth less than 200 zuz in Tishrei, entitling the man to 
Maiser Ani, which reminds us, a Brisa states that if one owns land worth 200 zuz, which ordinarily disqualifies him from receiving Maiser Ani, but is unable to sell his property, we feed him Maiser Ani up until half the value of his fields. The Brisa refers to seasonal price changes, where land increases in value in Nisan, where a buyer can plow and plant it for the coming season, and decreases in Tishrei. This person who was pressed for money would have to sell his land now at less than 200 zuz, and can be viewed as a poor person, although it would be sold for more in Nisan. Since land prices declined by as much as half in Tishrei, that's how much Maiso Ani he may receive. So the wealthy gun novice who paid him now assuming for damages he caused when he accidentally shot up his field, which was worth less than 200 zuz in Tishrei, entitling the man to Maiser Ani, had an armed guard protecting the best land he owned, which otherwise would have been used to pay. As Meitav, which reminds us, Rashmubra Abba from Akronia asked Rabbi Abba, Can Shehen Shamin, when they assess land to determine if it's Meitav, Bishalohen Shamin, do they assess in terms of his own property, or Bishalolom Hen Shamin, or do they assess in terms of the world generally? According to Rabbi Kiva, that Meitav is assessed based on the land of the Mazik, which is being paid, does it mean that he pays with the best land that he personally owns, or simply with objectively superior lands, even if he has other land of even higher quality? Rabbi Abba responded, Rahman Amr Meitav Sadeu, Hashem said to pay with his choices field. And you suggest we assess in terms of the world generally? Rather, he definitely must pay with the best land he personally owns. Dav Ches. So the similar Dav Ches is Chalwa, and we often use a baker. So here goes. The baker, baker, that must mean we're Dav Ches, Chalwa. The baker who bought Bainini's Ziboris and then Edi's land from the same seller to build a bakery and was now trying to fend off the seller's Balchov Nizak and ex-wife who wanted to collect from the Edis, which reminds us, the more discusses a purchaser of all grades of land on different days, where he bought the Edis last, and we learn that he can prevent the Ksuba and debt collections from the Edis. So the baker who bought Bainanis Ziboris and then Edis land from the same seller to build a bakery, and was now trying to fend off the seller's Balchov Nizak and ex-wife, who wanted to collect from the Edis, wish he would have only bought Edis and Ziboris, so he could tell the Balchov to collect Bainanis from the debtor, which reminds us, Rav says that if Reuven sold all his fields to Shimon, and Shimon then sold one of them to Levi, and Reuven's creditor came to collect his debt, if he wants, he can collect from Shimon, or if he wants, he can collect from Levi. Now, this is only true where Levi bought Bainanis from Shimon, which is the creditor's entitlement. But if he bought Edis and Ziboris, Levi could say to him, this is why I was careful and only bought Edis and Ziboris, which are lands that are not fit for you. So the baker bought Bainini's Ziboris and then Edi's land from the same seller to build a bakery, and was now trying to fend off the seller's Balchov Nizak and ex-wife, who wanted to collect from the Edi's, wished he would have only bought Edi's and Ziboris, so he could tell the Balchov to collect Bainini's from the debtor, and was delighted when the debtor tried to intercede and claim he already paid. Which reminds us, the seller can intercede where his creditor attempts to collect from the buyer, either because the buyer will then come to collect from him, or in a case where he sold the property without a chryas, he doesn't want the buyer to have complaints against them. Dav Tess. So the similar Dav Tess is a teapot. So here goes. The brother is sitting around drinking tea. Tea. That must be on Dav Tess. Tea. Teapot. The brother is sitting around drinking tea while arguing whether they are like Yorshin or Lukukos after dividing their father's estate, which reminds us there's a Malchokas of brothers who divide an estate are like Yorshin or Lukukos. The Nafkamina is the case where brothers divided their father's estate and the father's creditor collected his debt from one brother. If they're like Yorshin, this brother can be compensated, but if they're like Lukukos, then he doesn't get anything. So the brother is sitting around drinking tea while arguing whether they're like Yorshin or Lukukos after dividing their father's estate were interrupted by one brother who entered the room with an esrog, which he spent a third more on, which reminds us, Rabbi Zeratat, Behidr Mitzvah Adshlish Be Mitzvah. Regarding Hidr Mitzvah, one must spend up to a third of the cost of the mitzvah itself. 
And he was quoted as saying, Up to a third must be funded from one's own assets. From there on, if he spends more, it will be funded, meaning reimbursed, from Kosh Baruch Hu. So the brothers sitting around drinking tea while arguing, whether they were like Yorshin or Kuchos after dividing their father's estate, were interrupted by one brother who entered the room with an esrog, which he spent a third more on, who asked them if it was really wise to leave their children to guard over a shore a bore and a burning coal, which reminds us. The next mission states, So anything I am obligated to guard from damaging, I have caused the damage it does if I did not guard it adequately. A Bryce illustrates this, An ox or pit that one left under the watch of a deaf mute, an insane person or a minor, he's responsible for their damages. If you left a fire under the watch, he's exempt from its damages. The distinction is explained in two ways. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff did we learn that the Nizak is responsible for Pachas Nevela, the depreciation of the animal between its time of death and the court case? That's on Duff. Yud. Good number two. Which stuff did we learn that a person who buys all grades of land can prevent the Ksuba and debt collections from the Edis? That's on Duff. Ches. Good number three. Which stuff did we have a question whether the brothers who divide an estate are like Yorshin or Lokuchos? That's on Duff. Task. Good number four. Which stuff do we learn that the 24 avos have in common? That they all pay from Metav? That's on Duff. Hey, good number five. Which stuff did the case where Reuven sold all his fields to Shimon? Then Shimon sold one to Levi and Reuven's creditor comes. That's on Duff. Task. Good number six. Which stuff did the case where five people are sitting on a bench and a sixth person who is very fat sits down as well and breaks the bench? That's on Duff. Good. Good number seven. Which of the when a seller can intercede where his creditor attempts to collect from his buyer? That's on Dove. Ches. Good number eight. Which of the when a person who digs the tenth tefach in a pit is chayif if an animal falls in and dies? That's on Dove. Yud. Good number nine. Which of the when a hither mitzvah ad shlish? That regarding hither of a mitzvah, one must spend up to a third of the cost of the mitzvah itself. That's on Dove. Task. Good. Number 10. Which of the one that Yashiv is to include Shavakasev even Subin as payment? That's on Dove. Zion. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody in Bram Goldhar from Zihu wishing you a great day and great learning.